Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. We are looking to invest in dividend stocks to obtain a 1% weekly return, or you could do one. As I was saying before I got interrupted with a phone call, uh, we are here looking to get just weekly or monthly cash flow, depending on how much time and effort you want to do. The more time you want to put in, the higher return you're going to get. If you're interested in just a 1% per month, hey, that's great. That's 12 to 15% per year. If you're interested in getting 1% per week, hey, that's even better. That's anywhere between 50 to 70% per year, depending on how much time and effort you put into it. And of course, what the market does. It is Thursday, October 7th, 2021. 11.28 a.m. The market's been open for a little bit. Let's see where we're going and see what is up for today. Now, I don't know if you guys realize this or not, but I really don't pay attention to the news. I just basically look at what's going on with the stocks I'm dealing with. Other than that, I really honestly could care less because absolute worst case scenario, any one of these companies that I'm looking at, is a company that I really wouldn't mind owning for the long term. But long term is not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for cash flow on a weekly basis. So yeah, I'll hold on to CINF. I'll hold on to Lowe's. I'll hold on to 3M. I'll hold on to Parkton Gamble, Philip Morris, Seagate, VFC. Any one of these companies that I'm actually investing in for my cash flow, I really wouldn't mind holding it for a long period of time, but that's not the case. We're here. We're looking to get weekly cash flow. For those of you who want to follow along, great. You can use some of these strategies in your own trading or uh, whatever you want to do. It's totally up to you. There's so many different trading strategies, so many different ideologies. This, this is so much to do. Nobody can learn it all, and I've been doing this for over 20 years, and there's a lot of stuff I don't know. A lot of stuff I don't want to know or I don't need to know. I have something that works for me and that's what I'm going to stick with. And that's what all I have to say on that. So let's take a quick look at CINF because that's first on the list. Until CINF gets back up to the area in which I bought it at, I'm just going to end up buying it and uh, you know selling the... Uh, the monthly premiums on it because it is a monthly optionable stock and I usually don't do monthly optionable stocks but unfortunately I did on this one so Cincinnati Financial had a high at 125.67 that was back the end of August from there she dropped down to some support at 112 had a nice little bounce today she's sitting at 118 what does that mean for us well, 118, what it means for us is absolutely nothing. Because I sold the 120 call. Okay? So the 120 call is still $2 off. 
I don't see it hitting it this month uh, or this week. Now, this is a monthly stock, so I have another a week to go before we find out whether or not this is going to do anything. But I could care less one way or the other. I got the 123 83 was purchase price. We collected uh, the dividends on this, which only gave us another another share. But hey, it's another share. So now I have 201 shares, which what the heck am I going to do with 201 shares? So I might as well get rid of this one. And use that cash for something else. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sell off one share and use that 118 bucks for something else because that's what it's going at at the moment. Uh, granted, it was uh, basically the dividend because I ca I caught an, an additional share rather than collecting. You know whatever the dividend was. All right, so I got one eighteen eighty five. It gets me a little bit more money to play with. Um, Cincinnati Financial. We're just going to hold on to it for a little bit longer. See what's happening with it. Lowe's is a good one because Lowe's. We did two strategies on this one. Now let me quickly tell you what Lowe's started out with a high of the year at two fifteen twenty two, and that was the beginning of May. After that, she quickly fell down to a 190 area and traded 190 for it looks like one, two, three months. And she jumped back up to the 205 area, which is where she's sitting now. She's at 208.91. Now, with Lowe's, we did two trades, two spread trades. One was a calendar spread, and the other one was just a regular debit spread. Debit spread, we bought the 200 and we sold the 202. She's at 208 now, so we're definitely going to bring in our 25% off of this trade. And the other trade, I honestly don't know what it's going to end up at because it is a calendar spread, and calendar spreads change every single day. Now, come tomorrow, uh, expiration time, this thing's over 202 and a half. So we are going to be called out on this. So I'm going to have to uh, buy and sell and see what I actually profited on this trade tomorrow. Because calendar spreads are they're not definite on what you're going to get because the both numbers change. It's not like buying the stock. Once you buy the stock, that's the price you bought it at. And whatever the strike price is, you're going to get the difference between the strike price and the purchase price of whatever uh, you paid for it. But with a calendar spread, you bought the option and then you sold an option. So the option that you bought is going to fluctuate in price. It's going to go up and it's going to go down. What I paid for, it's not going to change. However, the value of it is going to change. Okay, so I bought it at $4.70. Right now it's $7.52. Yeah, it went up, but by how much? Okay, all that being said, Let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, that's Lowe's 3M. We looked at that one yesterday. And apparently we're going to be holding on to this one a little bit longer. She's sitting at... Uh, she had a high at 197 back at the end of August. Dropped down after some profit taken, I would assume. Looks like she, she got a bottom at 174. 
and she's sitting at 179.32 at the moment. Now, what does that mean to us? Doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot, but we did sell the 180s. Now, we originally bought the stock at 198. Okay, now we collected some pre some some dividends and some premiums. We've collected premiums on this ever since we bought it. We bought it back in August 17th, the, the 17th, the week of the 17th, the week of the 24th, uh, and then uh, five or six times we collected premiums on this. So we collected the dividend once, and we collected premiums like six times. Go figure. All right. We've got to keep our eye on this one because we did sell the 180, and she did have a high today at 180.69. So whoever bought the, uh, the the 3M option could easily cash this in and sell it at 180.69. That's what the high hit. Now tomorrow, who knows what it's going to do because she's sitting at 179.51, which is only 40, 49 cents away from being called out. And I really don't want to be called out only because uh, I'd have to buy back that option. And I really don't like buying back options because when you buy back an option, you're always paying more. Like I said, Procter & Gamble had a high at 147.23. That was back in the middle of September. Today, she's hitting at uh, 142 at the moment after bouncing off of a low of 137.58. She has some support down at one. 138, 139, but she's sitting at 142 at the moment. And um, we had two trades for Procter and Gamble, and I don't know why only one of them is showing up. Okay, so the spread trade, the 137, 138 spread, is uh, it's another uh, you know 25, 35% trade that looks like we're in the money on that one also, which is a good thing. And we're just going to keep on moving forward. After Procter and Gamble, we have Philip Morris. Now, Philip Morris, they had a high at 106.51, and that was in the uh, the first week of September. From there, she had a little bit of profit taken, and then she dropped down to some support at 94.76. Okay, from the support, she's sitting at 97.24 at the moment. What does that mean to me? doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot because I got this at 106. And I sold the 98 call. Now today, she hit a high of uh, 97.91, only nine cents off of that 98 call. So if she goes above 98, I could be out of this, and I might have to buy back that option because the 106, what I got it at, is not making me a happy camper. All right, STX is next on the list. And STX has been my cash cow for more than than um, four or five months. We bought it back in May, I believe. Mid-May, she had a high at 106.22. From there, she had some profit taken and settled in at 97 for a while. And then she dropped down to, what is that, uh, between 80 and 88. And she was just going sideways ever since that. Okay, what does that mean to me? Well, it doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot because like I said, my purchase price is 98. Okay, now I sold the 87s and today she had a high of uh, 85.78. Still quite a ways off of the 87, but she could hit 87 by the end of the week. You just don't know. Last on the list is VFC. Before we get into some final trades, let's see anything 
available for uh, today and tomorrow. Uh, VFC had a high at 90.79, and that was back in April. She fell down to the 80 area and traded in the 80s uh, all the way up to uh, mid-August. From mid-August, she dropped down to support at 65. Now, she had a double bottom at 65, so at 65.67 and 65.34. She bounces up to 65.64 uh, yesterday. She's sitting at 68.86 today. Now, that's way off from where we are. Because we got the purchase price at 77.32. And we sold the 72 call. Okay? What does that mean? That basically means it looks like we're going to carry this into another week. Now, the nice thing about this is um, we collected the premium on this one again. Now, 8.24 is when we bought it. That's the last week of August. So we have the last week of August, we collected the premium. Um, in September, we collected four premiums, a dividend. And now, the beginning of October, we collected more premiums. So again, my argument is, like it always been, why buy a dividend stock and just collect four payments? Because you got your money invested in the dividend stock, you get four payments, one every quarter. Okay, fine, great. If you can live off that, outstanding. Okay, but me, no. I need a little bit more cash flow. So I sell premiums on the stocks. And I always do it a couple of points away that it's, it's, it's high enough that I get a halfway decent return, but low enough where I don't get called out. And I got to keep an eye on it. But, you know, this is how I, I collect my money, you know. So this is what I do to have money coming in on a consistent basis. I look at the stocks I own. I sell options against them to bring in cash flow. Okay, every once in a while, I'll sell a stock. Great, not a problem. I have 225 companies that any one of them, I would not mind owning. Okay, each one of these companies have more than 25 years of increased dividend payments to the shareholders. And what's wrong with that? Absolutely nothing. But that's my humble opinion. I have been wrong several times this year, okay? I had to pay the fiddler a few times. But all said and done, um, we're doing rather well. Uh, return is better than average. And that is all for my positions of this week. And let's see who's in the market for either today or tomorrow. Now, when we're having a, a two-day trade, which is today and tomorrow, basically looking at... Um, usually a spread trade or a div cap play because it has to be something that you can be in and out in two days because we don't want to hold for too long. Okay. Now, the dividend and the aristocrats, the only thing on the dividend and the aristocrats is Procter & Gamble. We already looked at that one. We already have two positions on that. I'd really like to know why my calendar spread on Procter & Gamble got washed out. But... Um, all that being said, uh, MasterCard and American Express, I believe, could go in for a triple play tomorrow. Now, what is a triple play? Let me explain to you what a triple play is. Tomorrow's Friday. All right. What that means is we have some weekly options getting ready to expire tomorrow. And it's not showing. 
I hate when that happens. But, uh, let me think. The only way for to figure this out, really, is to look at American Express and uh, MasterCard. I'm going to have to do that on um, Yahoo Finance uh, to find out if they are tomorrow or they are today. If they're today, you can't do a triple play. If they're tomorrow, you can. So we're going to look at MasterCard first, which is M-A. October 7th, which is the EX date is today. So if we bought it today, uh, most likely the stocks are going to go down tomorrow. Um, MasterCard um, AMX, I believe, was next. AMX AMX for those of you um, listening and not watching oh that's American movie what the heck how did that get on there that's the wrong one it's AXP isn't it AXP that's why I was looking at the wrong one so let's try that again AMX is not the one I was looking at AXP AXP. You always got to be leery on um, putting in your stock symbols. Okay, so the American Express is today also. Damn it. All right. So that's not going to work for the triple play. Triple play, you only could do for companies that are had the EX date on a Friday. Okay, so Friday would be the last day the stock trades before the dividend is paid out. What does that mean? That means we can buy the stock, sell off um, a covered call, and hopefully the covered call is a little bit above what the purchase price is. That way, you own the stock on the EX date. The option expires on Saturday, which means you are the registered owner on Friday Saturday, the option expires, and you get to collect the dividend. So you get to collect the dividend, a premium, and the difference between the purchase price and the sale price. That's my triple play. I don't get them all the time. Now, we have SYF, which is a possible triple play for um, next week. No, no, not next week. The end of the month. Now, GL, what is GL? GL is Globe Life. Now, let me just, for the fun of it, let's see what Globe Life did on Friday. All right. So, Globe Life opened up at 89.40, hit a high at 90.87, and it closed at 90.27. Ooh. Now, if... It is a weekly optionable stock. Let's look, take a look at it. GL. Nope. Monthly. Wouldn't have done it. If it was a weekly, you could have bought the stock first thing in the morning, sold a, um, a premium for the 90, because remember, she did hit, she did open up at 89.40. So you bought it in 
the opening of the day, you would have gotten 89.40, 89.41, 42, 43, somewhere in that area, really close to the opening price. So when you put your your um, your order in before market opens, as soon as the market opens, you get filled. Now, there are so many people getting filled first thing in the morning, there's no guarantee you're going to get filled at the opening price, which was 89.40. However, 89.40 is far enough away from the 90 that you could have sold the 90 option if it was a weekly, but it wasn't a weekly, so that's kind of a moot point. All that being said, kind of senseless even looking at it. All right, so that's the dividend aristocrats. Um, but we, ooh, wow. We have all these companies here. All right. <clears throat> Forty-two companies have their EX date on the eighth, which is tomorrow. All righty. So we can look at ACN, FLIC, GBCI, GGAL, LSI, OGE, and PTAIY. Let's run down those a little quick. ACN is Accenture, whoever those are. Flick, which is first of Long Island Corporation. GBCI is Glacier Bank Corps. GGAL is Grupo Financiero Galicia. Oh, wow, that's uh, not worth chasing. It's only seven and a half cents. LSI is Life Storage. OGE is OGE Energy Corporation. And PTAIY is Astra International. Now, they only have a three-cent dividend, so it's eh, not worth chasing either. ACN, you know, hey, I've heard of them. Let's take a look and see if they are a weekly ACN. They are a weekly, so this is a ooh, $300 stock. Now, unfortunately, a $300 stock, I don't trade $300 stocks, only because it wipes out my whole account. And the amount that they're giving you for a return, if you bought it at the money today at the $328, the $327.5 is going for $1.50. So you take the price of the bid, which is what you could sell it for, you add it to the strike price, which is three twenty-seven fifty, and you come up with three twenty-nine thirty, which is a dollar ten cents. So you're going to invest a three hundred and twenty-eight dollars to get a dollar and ten cent return. Does that sound good? However. You couldn't do a triple play with this because the purchase price is three twenty-eight, and you could sell the three thirty. Could it hit three thirty by tomorrow? It could, but more than likely the stock has to move up. Okay, it had a high of a uh, three forty-five, and that was at the beginning of last month, September tenth. Where she's sitting now, she went sideways for a little bit. Um, 
really had some resistance getting over that 345. Listen to this. Um, on the 7th, she hit a high of 344. On the 10th, she hit a high of 345. On the 11th, she hit a high of 345. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's go back one. The 10th, she hit a high of 345.52. The 13th, which was Monday, 345.52. Uh, the 14th, 343.26. The 15th, 345.50. The 16th, 345.00 even. It's really having a difficult time getting over the 345.52. I mean, that's some definite resistance there. Now, she's bouncing off of a bottom at 316, sitting at 328. So, hypothetically speaking, she could hit 330 tomorrow. She had a high today at 329.53. So, a triple play for this one would be buying the stock, selling the 330 option for, looks like, 85.90 cents. So, you get to collect the premium. You would get to collect the dividend because tomorrow's the EX date. So if you buy it today or tomorrow, you're actually owning it on the EX date. It's the last day the stock trades before the dividend's paid out. Now, the option doesn't expire until Saturday, which means you get to collect the option, which would be somewhere around 85, 90 cents a share. You get to collect the dividend, which the dividend is 88 cents a share. Okay, and you'd get to collect the difference between the purchase price, which at this moment in time is $328.40. She's 60 cents off of that $330. If she hits $330, you get the difference between the $328.40 and the $330, which is another 60 cents. Wait a minute, a dollar 60 cents per share. That, my friends, would be nice. A dollar 60 cents per share and the difference between the price and the strike price of the option. The option premium, which is around 85 or 90 cents a share, and the dividend, which is another 88 cents a share. That, my friends, is a good investment if she hits 330. If she doesn't hit 330, you get to collect the dividend and the premium. And you get a uh, Accenture stock that's going to pay you um, every 90 days, 88 cents every 90 days, if that's what you're looking for. All right. All that being said, there's not much more to go over. Uh, Flick, the first Long Island Corporation. Let's take a look and flick and see if they're a weekly also. F-L-I-C. Nope, they're a monthly. GBCI. I seriously doubt GBCI. Never even heard of them. GBCI. A month, a monthly. I really should... Bring these things down to weeklies only. Uh, now, GGAL, I'm not even going to look at it. It's only $0.07. Cents, but LSI, $1.07. Let's take a look at that one. LSI. LSI. No triple plays other than that. So the only one's going to give you a good triple play. Now, these three, these other two, I haven't heard them. OGE, you know, uh, energy company. Let's take a look at that real quick. I doubt it. Yep. Okay, all that being said, no triple plays. But next week, we get a bunch of triple plays. Ooh, COP, Triple G, Hormel. Ooh. Now, those would be nice to look at for triple plays for next week. Um, 
Other than that, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. Not, not much more we can go over. For those of you watching, that's what you got to look at. Those of you listening, you can always coordinate with the videos if you actually want to see it. But if you're just listening, hey, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, where we invest in quality dividend stocks, pre-qualified dividend stocks. Companies that have increased their dividend payments for more than 20 to 25 years consistently. And uh, weekly, cash flow is what we're looking for. Well, what I'm looking for. I don't know about you guys, but I like weekly cash flow. And yeah, it, it, these sessions may be you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes long. But if you're doing it without the commentary and what explaining everything less than 5-10 minutes a day. I can be in and out in 5-10 minutes and be done and over with and still get my 1% per week. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk brought to you by the 10 Minute Trader. I'm out here for today and I will catch you guys tomorrow right around 3.34 o'clock before the market closes. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you and have a great day.